Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Hey Kerwin, where you have the questions and I give the answers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Hey Kerwin Show. We are now officially in the naughty 40s. Uh, yes, I am speaking of things that are over the age of, or over the number of 40, uh, Matthias, you're, how old are you? 24. 24, so you're a long way away from being over the age of 40. You're like double my age. <laughs> you, Matthias. <laughs> I have to say, 40s have been the best years of my life so far. Rockin'. Nice. Okay, cool. In today's episode, we are going to be talking with uh, Elon Musk. No, we've actually did that last time, didn't we? <laughs> How do, you can't, you, can't should you? we do that at the end? Because then you'll actually know what we're talking about. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Over to Maddie. First question comes from Joseph O. Thoughts on family business. In what conditions is it acceptable to have a family member in a business? Joe O. Is that Joe Joseph O? Joe O. Joe O. Joe O. I'm pro-relationship business. So for me, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's got nothing to do with whether or not they're necessarily family, uh, but I think ultimately it comes down to the relationship. You know, for me, I'm very lucky um, in some respects because I actually have a very small family, uh, but I've got a very large team and all my team have become very friendly to the point where most of us, there's a huge portion of us that actually legitimately feel like family um, and, you know, behave and support and, you know, socialize in that way. So for me, would I employ a family member? Yes, I would. Have I done it before? Yes, I have. Has it worked before? Yes, it has. Has it gone wrong before? Yes, it has. Uh, you know, you're not going to have any, any differences in terms of the potential and the probability of issues, if not maybe slightly higher probability of issues. But it's like anything, it comes down to the hire. You know, if you're hiring someone that, can, that has the skill set and the level of performance to do the job, you know, just because they're a family member, to me, that's actually a little bit of a bonus. But I think there's got to be very clear boundaries in place. But I think ultimately, you've got to also have a very strong relationship. Um, I have seen relationships fail as a result of working together. I think it's fair to say, um, you know, me working with my wife is a great example of, you know, things that weren't necessarily, that didn't support the, 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 ultimately the relationship you know, at, at its highest level. And so would I say working with my wife contributed towards us perhaps having our relationship, intimate relationship breakdown? Look, I'd say absolutely. So I think there's gotta be a level of understanding of how to navigate and how to manage those familial or those relationships to ensure that they stay happy and that they stay healthy. But to me, it's not about family, it's about relationship. And it's about the quality of that relationship and the quality of their communication, the quality of the trust, but also the level of self-awareness around knowing, is this actually really a good idea? Okay, or is this just a, is this a train wreck waiting to happen and we're just gonna hang on and hope for the best? Um, but for me, look, I think it comes down to the individuals. Hopefully that helps. Awesome. Next question is from Jennifer Clarule. Hey, Jen. What are the emotions that need to be triggered in order to induce the impulse to buy? First of all, look, I think what you've got to understand is, is that's a really good question, but I don't think there's any one particular emotion. But what you, what you need to understand is what emotions are in themselves. You know, emotions, people say, what is an emotion? It's energy in motion. Yeah. Kinda. It's actually what an emotion is, is, is the emotion actually starts in the brain. You know, you've got this little gland in your brain called the hypothalamus. Uh, when the hypothalamus receives electrical signals from the brain based on the, the pathways that it come down, uh, it determines what the response will be from that hypothalamus. Now the hypothalamus, think of the hypothalamus as like the pharmaceutical plant for the body, for the, for, for, for the body and for the brain. And so when it gets tickled, it will release a combination of neuropeptides that will go down through the pituitary gland into the bloodstream and they'll basically interact and connect with every single cell in the body and they'll change the way that cell oscillates or vibrates, you know, the vibe ratio. And so the cells will either vibrate at a higher rate of frequency or the cells will vibrate at a lower rate of frequency uh, depending on the emotion that you experience, which is why some people, when they're excited, they move really quickly and they talk really fast, as an example. And people who, when they're often sad and depressed, 
you know, often they will, you know, they'll talk quite slowly and, you know, they'll move quite slowly. And so, you know, our, our behavior is often a physical manifestation of the ratio in which our cells are vibrating at, depending on the emotion that we're experiencing based on the stimulus that we've been shown. So when we understand that emotions also actually work on the same receptors as alcohol, barbiturates and narcotics, we also start to get a little bit of an understanding of why, around why um, emotions are so powerful when it comes to advertising and emotions are so powerful when it comes to, uh, to, when it comes to marketing and when it comes to sales. Because one of the things that we know is when people become intoxicated, they're more suggestible, uh, they're more impulsive and they're more compulsive. And that's why you know there's a lot more accidents and people have a higher propensity to do stupid shit when they drink because they are more impulsive, they are more compulsive and they're a lot more suggestible. Hey man, go and jump off that bridge, okay? And so people do that kind of shit. And so when people are ingesting a substance that has a biochemical effect that creates intoxication, it actually affects the experience that they're having making them you know, behave in different ways. So what we need to understand is the correlation between, as an example, alcohol and emotions, or drugs and emotions, are actually very, very, they're very strongly correlated. And what I mean by that is, like when you drink alcohol, you become, more, uh, you become intoxicated, and as a result, you feel a higher level of, intoxica- uh, of, of impulsiveness, suggestibility, and compulsiveness, because you are intoxicated. Now what's interesting is, we've actually discovered that the same is very true when it comes to emotions. When you're actually experiencing an emotion, you are actually becoming intoxicated. Let's battle test this. Have you, have, Matthias doesn't drink, so this is a silly question for him, but I'd ask you guys playing at home, have you ever done something silly under the influence of alcohol when you sobered up the next day, you were like looking back on that, and you were like, oh, that was a little bit silly, I probably shouldn't have done that. Now let me ask you a different question. Have you ever been so excited that you did something, said something, or behaved in a certain way that once you calmed down, you reflected on it, you're like, oh, Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or when you're so angry that you've had an outburst that when you've calmed down, you've reflected and gone, oh, I'm really embarrassed. I can't believe I did that. And I've surveyed probably 100,000 people on this in different rooms around the world, and everyone says the same thing. Yes, I've done things that I've been embarrassed about when I was drunk, and yes, I've done things that I've been embarrassed about when I was either excited or sad or angry. So what we do know is emotions, actually, they intoxicate us, uh, and they do make us more suggestible, more compulsive, and more impulsive. But the question you're asking is what emotions specifically, and here's what we need to understand. All emotions but different emotions have different pulls and different motivations. So, you know, there's not one emotion that you could say is going to be most powerful. But, for example, the emotion of fear in many, in many cases will be a strong enough emotion when triggered within someone to create a compulsive or an impulsive or, or a suggestible response to, to do something very quickly. Okay, uh, also same with the emotion of anger. Also the emotion of happiness, also the emotion of desire. So to me, it's not necessarily saying what are the best emotions, it's just knowing how do you trigger an emotion. You know, I talk about this with my K2 elites. We have this concept, we have this framework called the pendulum. And the pendulum is about understanding that you know, emotions naturally swing. And it's about learning how to become conscious of when your emotions are in place so that you have the greatest potential to stay neutral so that you can see more information that's available to you. Pendulum 2.0 is really when we get into the advertising world, which is how do we actually start to take control of the ability to be very deliberate about the emotions that we trigger when it comes to content, when it comes to direct response, and when it comes to sales. So one of the things we need to understand is 
any emotion is good, but it's knowing how to trigger the emotions in the right way to get the right response. Because ultimately, you know, if you trigger anger in someone, that may not be, that might make them impulsive, suggestible, and compulsive, but it may not be the state that you want someone to come into your business at, if that makes sense. Okay, you might use fear to initially grab someone's attention and get them, you know, have a little bit of shock and awe so that they, you know, start to tune in, but then you might use desire, okay, uh, as, as, uh, as the emotion that you lead them into before creating some emotion around scarcity so that they're afraid they're going to miss out before you actually then give them an opportunity to, to respond. So it's not about knowing what emotion specifically, it's knowing that you need to know to increase the probability of having more people respond. The more t- emotional triggers that you have, the, the more, as I said, compulsive, suggestible and impulsive your community, your audience will be. So I, look, I think it's a great question. The only thing I'd suggest is it's not about, there's no specific emotion. This, there is a sequence, but it's knowing how do I trigger the emotions in a healthy, respectable, and um, authentic way, you know, because again, you know, because sometimes people will trigger an emotional response using false scarcity, whereas I think, you know, genuine scarcity is, is perhaps a little bit more of an authentic and um, genuine way to go. So hopefully that's helped, but uh, that was actually, that was a great question. It was. That was a deep answer. It was a very deep. I didn't, know, didn't think you'd go there. So uh, final question uh, here is from PSA V60. PSA V60. If you could gift only one book to someone who's in a leadership and management role, which book would it be and why? It would be Drive by Dan Pink, The Surprising Truth About What Really Motivates Us. Um, just to help people really understand, because ultimately, you know, there are so many variables, there are so many aspects to leadership, but one of the most important variables is people. And leadership is about, you know, essentially leading people, like lead, because, you know, if you're by yourself and you're a leader, like it's kind of, uh, it's an easy job, but it's not until you have people around you that it is required for you to behave in a certain way that gets people to follow you, follow direction, and to follow and align with the things that you want. And the way that we actually do that is by understanding what people's drivers are, you know, by understanding what motivates people. And for me, drive the surprising truth about what really motivates us. Dan Pinky's culminated you know, about 30, no, maybe 40, 50 years, maybe 60 years of behavioral research to really look at the, the, the genuine research, the true research, not what we think, actually is related and correlated to creating you know, performance and creating motivation from a leadership perspective. You know, he breaks it down and he looks at motivation in two, four, in two, well, in three fashions. He looks at old school, you know, um, carrot and stick, you know, which is basically, you know, we offer a reward for people to do things or we threaten them if they don't. But then he also goes on to explain the differences between how that creates ex- uh, in, uh, extrinsic motivation uh, or extrinsic drive versus creating an intrinsic drive. And when we look at an extrinsic drive, an extrinsic drive is where perhaps people are led in a way where there's external bells and whistles that are offered in order to produce motivation, which what we've discovered based on the research produces short-term increases in, in performance, which is characterized by in 80% of scenarios, you know, uh, of performance actually dropping below the baseline within some cases a matter of weeks or months versus looking at an intrinsic model of motivation, and this is where Dan goes into it beautifully, where we understand how to, by understanding and learning what internally drives people and using those internal drivers and tapping into those internal drivers to get people to do things, which will help them maintain performance at a higher level for extended periods of time. And that's where we've learned, you know, money is one of the worst motivators in the world. You know, it increases the the propensity 
for you know, uh, deceit, deception, and fraud-related behaviours by a factor of about eight times. And a lot of people think, well, isn't money the best way to motivate people? Well, in 80% of cases, it actually isn't. It actually will, 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 will cause dysfunctional behaviours, uh, and in some cases, it actually becomes demotivating, versus when you understand what's important to the individual and you can align what's important with the individual with the outcomes that you, you're leading them towards, you're going to find that you're not going to have to wave something in front of them to get them to perform. They're just going to do it naturally and intrinsically because it's aligned with what's already important to them. The, the, the fastest way to get people to do things is to get, the thing, get them to do the things that they would already do. And you know, that's what leadership is about, is finding, ways, finding the way to identify the things that they already do and then aligning what it is that you need them to do with the things that they already do so it becomes a natural consequence of their behavior. So hopefully that helps. A brilliant book, one of the best books I've ever read on behaviors. Is that it? Namaste. Namaste. That was episode 40. <laughs> Naughty 40 of the hashtag Hey Kerwin show. Let me know what your questions are across all social channels. Hashtag Hey Kerwin. And the question of the day is... Something book related. Maybe they can help each other. Like, what's a- What is your number one book recommendation for leadership? I'd be curious to know. Let's see if we can help out. Who was the dude that asked the question? PSAV60. PSAV60. Sorry that I forgot your name. PSAV60. Uh, yeah, look, I'm curious to know. Let's get the community to help you as well. What's the best leadership book you've ever read and why? Let me know in the comments section below. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time. Say hi to your mum for me. Thanks for listening to Hey Kerwin. If you would like your questions answered, don't forget to use the hashtag Hey Kerwin on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.